6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. As you've been hearing throughout the day, today is Holocaust Remembrance Day. It marks the date 77 years ago that the Allies liberated the Auschwitz-Birkenau concentration camp, the most notorious of the death camps where Nazi Germany carried out what it called the final solution, seeking to murder the Jewish people of Europe. Now, we know at events around the world, survivors and politicians are warning about the resurgence of anti-Semitism and Holocaust denial. This as there continues to be a rise in anti-Semitic incidents. Joining us to start the show today is Avi Benlolo, who is one of Canada's most prominent and noted experts in Holocaust studies. Avi is also the chairman and founder of the Abraham Global Peace Initiative. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me today. It is uh, it is an honor to have you uh, with us on this day. And it was on this day, I think in 2005, that the UN designated January 27th as a day to remember the murder of 6 million Jewish people. Where's your head at today? Well, look, it's a somber day. In a couple of hours, in fact, we are holding a memorial with four Holocaust uh, survivors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in this climate, as you mentioned, uh, there's Holocaust denial and distortion. Um, Having survivors still with us talk about their own experience Mm -hmm. as eyewitnesses is critical in uh, dispelling those myths. And, of course, you asked me where my head is today, you know, what happens after that, Mm. you know, in in a few years' time, as they are unfortunately and sadly passing away. How do we ensure that, um, you know, the the truth remains the truth? And that's that's really, um, you know, one of the critical Mm. issues that that, uh, we're all grappling with today. You know, you're talking about survivors of the Holocaust, and we know that those numbers are are dwindling. I was lucky enough to hear uh, Eva Olson speak um, a couple of years ago. She survived Auschwitz, and her it was at a it was at an event, and she received a. And I get emotional just talking about it. It was just so yeah. incredibly powerful her story, and she received a. Oh, I'm sorry, a standing ovation. But when those stories, um, it would, we have to learn from the past. And as, as, as the survivors, uh, those numbers dwindle, how do we keep making sure that this doesn't happen again, that those stories stay alive, that people understand the horrors of what happened? Yeah, and that's the ultimate question. And, you know, I, I want to, you know, answer that in, in such a way. Um, I think it's important for people to understand how something like this can happen, because mm-hmm. things like this happen all around us. Um, and, you know, as we all know, even though today is the liberation um, of, of Auschwitz, the anniversary of it, uh, the Holocaust did not start with Auschwitz. No. Actually, actually, it started... Uh, before even Adolf Hitler wrote Mein Kampf. Mm-hmm. In 1919, he actually wrote a letter where, in quotes, he said he, he, he called for the uncompromising removal of Jews altogether. And this mm-hmm. was someone who was a nobody in 1919. And so when you think about it, when it, what started as a letter then turned into a book, then turned into a political movement, mm. then turned into national policy and the murder of six million people and millions more. And I want to add to that, that it's not just, you know, 
you know, obviously the horrific murder of something like 10 million people in, in, in concentration camps and death camps. But in total, because he launched the Second World War, about 50 to 60 million people were killed in the Second World yeah. War. And Canada itself was dragged in. So we have to remember that it's not just, um, you know, the Holocaust. It's, it's, it's also something else. Canada um, also uh, fought. Many Canadian soldiers died. And, and we should all, as Canadians, we should all stand up against, uh, you know, rising uh, hate and intolerance and Nazism. And, you know, when we see the swastikas and statements mm-hmm. like Hitler was right and so forth. As Canadians, we should be offended. So when you see, uh, when uh, and we see more of it uh, over uh, the past number of years, and certainly during uh, the pandemic, we've seen vaccine mandates compared to the to the Holocaust. Um, how do you wrap your head around that? I can't. I and I'm and I'm. This is what I do, for, you know, all the time. And and you know, I'm an expert in anti-Semitism. And mm-hmm. when you see people who are rallying against vaccines wearing the the yellow star of mm-hmm. David, and you know, of course, we know that the Jews were forced to wear the yellow star of David in order to mar to you know the Nazis marginalize them and then put them in in ghettos as as a result of that, and then of course murder them. The two are not comparable by any means. And when we say Holocaust distortion, this is what we mean. Mm-hmm. You know, vaccine mandates have, have nothing to do with the yellow star. I mean, it's okay to protest vaccine mandates if, if that's what you choose. We live in a, dem- in a democracy, thank God. But the yellow stars and the Holocaust have nothing to do with it and should never be equated. Um, you know, we're talking about, the, you know, 1.5 million children, little kids, babies who, who were murdered by the Nazis. So, you know, distorting the Holocaust is really bringing shame on, on, this, on, on, on them and the, the history. And, and so, you know, I, I really discourage people from equating the, the, the two. It, it completely does not make sense. And sadly, during the pandemic, as more people went online, the statistics, mm-hmm. the anti-Semitic statistics have skyrocketed. Um, you know, there was a study that was just done by a cyber team in Israel uh, that found that uh, just this uh, past May, uh, there was a 1,200 percent increase yeah. in anti-Semitism online on all five social networking platforms. And that is very, very disconcerting. Before I let you go, um, and I could talk to you all afternoon, um, <laughs> I, the, uh, the Abraham Global Peace Initiative, you mentioned uh, hosting an event night in honor of International Holocaust Remembrance. Uh, it runs five to seven mountain time. How can people be involved with this? Uh, well, if, if you want to come on, it's, uh, it's on Zoom. And so we, we've invited anyone who's interested, really, our website is agpiworld.com and just go to the speaker section and, and, and find the, the proper registration tab and, and uh, you can register yourself. Uh, there's still a little bit of time left to do that. Before I let you go, have, have you been to Auschwitz? Yes, I've been there 10 times. And um, I've taken lots of delegations and I, I just, in fact, wrote about it because I'm going to be speaking tonight. And, you know, when you stand on the ground of Auschwitz, you still, it doesn't matter how many times you go, you cannot believe it. It, it goes mm-hmm. on for miles and miles. And you, you, the biggest question is how, 
Mm-hmm. Why? How could this possibly happen? We'll leave it there. Thank you so much for your for your thoughts, your insight this afternoon. Thank you very much for having me, for speaking about this. Take care. Avi Benlolo joining me this afternoon, the chairman and founder of the Abraham Global Peace Initiative. So I'm wondering, as we head to break, has there ever been a place that you visited that made you realize the impact of something, the history that drove it home? Maybe it was Auschwitz. Maybe you visited there. Maybe it was uh, the 9-11 memorial.